Welcome to episode seven of Lost Signals. My name is Daryl. I'm joined with JD again. God, you know what? Words are fucking hard some days. You know that? <laughs> you forget who the hell I am I, or what? Know, who are you again? What the fuck am I, <laughs> I doing don't know. here? Uh, on the best of days, I don't know who I am. Thank you. Yeah. Hoy. Hoy. <laughs> you have your beer. Oh. I have my coffee. I'm drinking a hop sour from Ooh. Martinside Brewing in uh, Ladner, BC. That uh, oh. my really good friend Tyler sent out to me for my birthday. Oh, it arrived well, on good. Monday or Tuesday. It was a nice. little late, but it's... No, it's... <laughs> I think he waited because the weather was a little shitty and didn't want it to freeze. That actually is kind of smart because you guys still got like snow yesterday, well, right? Uh, no, Monday. Monday. It, Monday. Well, over last weekend, it snowed like a motherfucker. It was bad. <clears throat> right. Disgusting. Like there were like two or three inches, maybe four in spots. Like it was bad. Um. Yeah. But no, anyways, he sent me he sent me two, two beers like that. And I'm going to drink one right now. That's, I believe. That's... I be- I believe he's watching right now. <laughs> I believe somebody's watching me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I heard your, uh, your your cell phone reception got better after the other day. You would, you would think um, after everything that's been going on and hearsay and whatnot, you would think I'd be able to get uh, like Hulu or, or American Netflix or, or something. But no, I mean, this... This COVID nineteen vaccine shot from Pfizer, I got it. All it gave me was a sore arm. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I would have went with a better cell phone reception myself, but I, I mean, I was hoping for mind control. Honestly, <laughs> like if, so, if I didn't have to think about what to wear every day, it, it would just it would literally be a load off my mind. That actually bothers you, what like what to wear, honestly. Like that's that's a thing that that you you lose sleep over. Well, when I have to go out in public, sure, I guess. <laughs> it just seems like a very odd priority to to have. Yeah, I mean, we have we all have our uh, insecurities. We all have our priorities when it comes to uh, being out in the public eye. This and, is true. Uh, yeah, that's why I choose radio. That's why I choose, you know, formats that you can't see my face to. <laughs> Except for on so Twitch we, and YouTube, you know, when we do exactly. upload this. Yeah. So, yeah, I uh, got my first uh, vaccine shot on yep. Wednesday. Yeah. And um, it was a bit of a process, but it actually went a lot smoother and quicker than I expected. So so walk us through the whole process, like from, from beginning to end. Okay, so uh, I had an appointment at 11.30, and I decided to show up to where they were doing mass uh, vaccine uh, distribution Yep. in Prince George uh, uh, half an hour early. And I get up to the front gate, and they asked, like, do you have an appointment? I said, yes, I do. I have an appointment for 11.30. I said, okay, follow this line down here, and then go talk to the next gentleman, and please sanitize your hands when you get there. And thank you for wearing a mask. I, I have, like, three different masks. One... For when I, because I live in an apartment building, one for when I'm at home, but I have to do like laundry or something like that. And yep. it's just a piece of cloth with with elastics on it. No big deal. Then I have another one, which is a little bit of a lighter mask, but still like I wear it when I'm out in public and I wear it when I work out. And then I have a third mask, which is what I wear when I'm working and I'm driving bus. And this thing is a heavy duty one. It is yep. made out of really thick cloth 
and it ties twice to the back of my head. And I'm wearing this one when I go to this injection site. Yep. So anyway, I get up to the second line and I, vac- I, I sanitize my hands. And then the gentleman there says, do you have an appointment? I said, yes, I do. It's for 1130. And I said, okay, well, we have some openings right now. So just go over to this booth here and uh, please provide your ID and your care card. Okay. So I go up there and again, like sanitizing the person who's running the computer is wearing gloves and the whole deal. And yep. Uh, they take my information and they give me my cards back and she says, okay, just have a seat in one of these chairs over here and someone will get you when uh, you're able to get a shot. Yeah. I said, okay. So I go over and imagine like a, a school gymnasium with chairs spread out across this gymnasium and they're all at least 10 feet apart. From each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's where she asked me to sit. So I sit down and I'm like, I'm looking at the clock going like, fuck, I'm like 25 minutes ahead of schedule here. Well, whatever. And I just as I go to pull out my phone to like play some sort of game and someone comes up and says, James. And I go, yes. She, she goes, uh, we we have a booth open for you. Like, oh, well, that's well, fun. Sweet. OK, cool. Yeah just moving right along here. So she takes me to another gymnasium sized room. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. There's no, a I... lot of shit going on there. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I, 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 she directs me to this one little isolated area. It looks like a cubicle. Yep. And, uh, there's a, a nurse there on inside this cubicle. And I sit down and, she goes over my information. She's telling me about like, you know, possible side effects and how it feels and just like, know, just, what... sh- just shut up and jabbing. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, shut, just shut up. I don't yeah, care. It's pretty much, pretty much the case too, where yeah. it's like, the more you talk about it, the worse it's going to get. So just shut up. Right. But what's funny though, is that uh, I looked at her and she's wearing a mask and yeah. I go, you, you look familiar. And she goes, yeah, I used to be your neighbor. Oh, huh. And I go, wait, did you yell at me for parking in my own parking spot one time? And she goes, yeah, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) So side story, side story. I was thinking about buying a vehicle and I went to one of the local dealerships and they said, well, if you're thinking about buying a vehicle, which ones are you thinking about? And I go, this, 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 this. And they go, well, how about you just take that one there and drive it for a week and then come back and make up your mind. And what they gave me was a giant Dodge Laredo. Just a, what was it? no Dodge Laramie. Do it, it's a well Laramie. You, Lar- well, it's the fifteen hundred Laramie. Yeah, yeah. What's well, okay. the Ram? Yes, just a, di- I, I, just I'm a not giant a, Dodge truck. I'm not a right? Dodge guy. <laughs> neither, neither am I. But anyway, yeah. Um, so they gave me this truck, and so I. I have two parking spots in front of my apartment building Yep. and I go to back this thing up and it's got all the bells and whistles. It's telling me that there's a vehicle on my left and a vehicle on my right. And I have like seven feet before I hit the, uh, hit the end of the pavement and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And hit it. I just blown away by this entire thing. And as soon as I park, I put it into park. I get on a, on a window and I look over and it's my neighbor and she goes, excuse me, you're not supposed to park here. And I go, yeah, I am. <laughs> she goes, no, you're not. And I go, Yes, I am. And then the recognition comes onto her face. She yep. goes, 
oh my god i'm so sorry you are you can park here <laughs> yes i can so anyway and then she's she, the one infected me with the covid vaccine <laughs> nice and then she jabbed you nice yes exactly then she jabbed me um there's actually uh, i posted the video of me getting the vaccine injection on tiktok and yeah. um like i've i'm no stranger to flu shots i'm no stranger to getting blood work done yeah, yeah. um considering my family history and medical history like it's just common thing for me on a yearly basis so when she gave me the injection it actually hurt less than a flu shot really if that makes any sense i i've never got a flu shot so hmm. i i know i should it's just one of, i think we talked about this before it's just, it's just something that i have nothing against it. it's just that i always forget to go do it <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like yeah it, it like i i i know they work it's just i just <clears throat> fucking forget okay just, yeah. just get off my back. see for, for for me i learned at a very young age that um like i can handle a cold um but if i get a flu i'm a write-off like yeah. i i'm i'm just a big old baby right like <laughs> there's yeah. no no getting around it um my brother is uh, kind of the opposite he He's okay with a cold. He's okay with a flu, but he's prone to bronchitis, and it'll lay yeah. him out, right? I yeah, me, I, used, I used to get sick like that when I was a kid. Like I had bronchitis a lot, like yeah, and it all ended up being because my tonsils were fucked, so they took them out. I think it was uh, my mom. And, my mom told me at one point like I was hospitalized like thirty five times before I was six years old because of bronchitis really? and and shit like that. Hmm. Yeah, I um, I've had I've had pneumonia once. Yep, and a couple times I've had. I, it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've had strep throat three times. Mm. Uh, one time it was really bad. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like so the flu will just kick my ass, and so because of that, like it's just better for me to get the flu shot. Makes sense. So anyway, yep. I get the vaccination. And again, she goes over the, the the side effects, the possible side effects yeah. of this entire thing. Um, hold on. I got it right here, actually. Yeah. Um, so the possible side effects for this include, but not limited to, redness, swelling, or feeling sore where you had the needle. I have a sore arm. They, they put it right in the top of the skull here, right? I never get I never get injections through my tattoos. <laughs> I she gave me the option, and it was like, well, "What's the difference?" She goes, "Well, generally it hurts more on your dominant hand." I went, "Oh fuck, <laughs> okay, fine, put it in I, this one." So, I, I right now, I, yeah. yeah, right now it just feels like I got punched really hard in the shoulder. Okay, um, feeling tired, not so much. Uh, headache, I got a headache. Three hours after I got the injection on Wednesday, and it was one of those like frontal lobe, like just kind of a nagging yeah. headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a big deal. Swollen lymph nodes under the armpit never happened. Fever or chills? I had a uh, like a a sweating fever. Yeah, yeah. For like half an hour, and that was gone. Body aches or muscle soreness. No more than usual. I work out on a regular basis. And finally, vomiting or loose stool. <laughs> I mean, I th those happen all went... the time anyway. So, I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> I looked at that one and went, if that happens to me, it's game over. Like, I'm done. <laughs> done for the day. Yeah. Right? So, anyway, 
um, after the vaccination, they sent me to a, a yet another large room with spread out chairs and just said, just hang out for 15 minutes, do whatever you want, but just hang out for 15 minutes, make sure that uh, you're not having any sort of immediate reactions. Yeah. So I did that. And like 15 minutes later, I'm like, mm, I'm going to go home. So I, I went home and I stayed here all day on Wednesday thinking like, you know, I'm going to have fever. I'm going to like sweats. I get yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole deal. Right. I honestly, other than like the slight headache and the one sweating session, like I, I could have just gone on my day as per usual. Just not even notice it. Yeah, that's pretty much. You know, that's good though. I mean, I mean, now you're microchipped. Now you know they're they're going to be able to follow you wherever you go. Yeah, you know, yeah and, sure. And uh, never mind this fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and that that brain control too. You know, it's that mind control. It's going to get you. Oh yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill Gates I, is now. When you start waking up, it's going to be like the Windows startup sound. <laughs> <clears throat> uh. Yeah, you, you know, you get that knocked out. Be... It's like a fatal error or something. You just blue screen. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> just fucking. Gunk. Why are people so stupid? Like, tell me, like, how in the fuck? Like, why, 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 why do people need? Why? To... Yeah, it's fear. It is fear. It is lack of education. It is a lack of understanding, and it is just as overall concern that there and insecurity that people are smarter than others yeah but i mean right? this goes back to that whole thing like yeah i'm gonna trust a doctor not some fucking mom on facebook that sells crystals and essential oils right <laughs> you know it's like, yeah like, get, yeah yeah like get fucked karen just yeah. just fuck you anyway who, i don't want to like yeah i don't, don't want to get into the whole fucking stupidity because you know no, but, makes, makes me mad but anyway but but that but that, that's what it is it is it is fear it is a lack of education and it is also a uh, insecurity that there is potentially someone who knows more about your health than you do. Yeah. And that's I'm talking about those people who yeah, are yeah. like the anti-vaxxers and stuff like that. Um, and Fuck also, those guys. well, they're 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 also the ones that will go out and find anything that'll back up their thought. Well, yeah, like not. There'll be a Not thousand articles saying that they're wrong, but they'll find the one that says that they're right and they'll hold on to that one for dear life. Yes, exactly. And it's on right. some obscure fucking website that hasn't been updated <laughs> since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of guys, there's a couple of people uh, that uh, call in, write in and whatever to the radio station that I work for and they are these type of nut jobs. One of them lives <laughs> it's, it's fucking funny because he lives quote unquote off the grid <laughs> but he interacts with the radio station on Facebook. Okay. Like, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever lies sure. you need to tell yourself, I guess. <laughs> so, <sighs> um my next vaccination um they told me it hasn't been scheduled yet. It is all on supply demand as well as um, availability. Yep. I have the I have the Pfizer vaccine, so that means my second one has to be a Pfizer. And I read today that they were saying that you're going to need a third. Whatever within a, <laughs> within a year, within a year, yeah. and like a year fine. after your your second dose. That's that's what I read today. So yeah, but Which, um, whatever. It's 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 not. It's like they're. At, the timeline they gave me uh, before I left was end of July, which is for your second dose for my second dose. Damn. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's better than I thought. Yeah. So I again, again, like I, I don't. Okay, sure, yeah. whatever. I had haven't even been able to make my appointment yet. Really? Yeah. Uh, they are. It goes by age groups here. Uh, okay. uh, so I know one, I think one of the, the Saskatoon tribal council is pretty much letting anybody through because they have their own doses specifically for, uh, the indigenous people, but apparently mm. they have too many. So they're just like, come, come get it. It's all like, it's all legit and whatever, but they're like, come get it. I just haven't gone. Um, but yeah, it should be in the next week or so. I'm yeah. guessing that I'll be able to make my appointment because I think they're doing like, 50 to 52 for an age range right now. So, I mean, I'm, I'm 40, so it'll be, yeah, a week or so. Yeah. I, I've, I've been getting the question, like, you know, how the hell did you get your first vaccine shot? Mm -hmm. Um, and beyond everything else that I do for a living, apparently the one determining factor was the fact that I'm a quarter status, uh, Cree and oh, yeah. Métis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my buddy Matt that lives in Vancouver. That's yeah. uh, he got his first shot already. Uh, same reason. You know what? If, if you can, oh, take it. I, absolutely. Like every opportunity that you can, you have, fuck it. And anybody that gives you shit for it is just jealous. Yeah, that's no. it. Yeah, and, and this isn't this isn't a race to the finish line. This is a race to help everyone. Right? Yeah. Like I, I made it very very publicly known. And announced it on my radio show that, like, you know, I don't care if I don't get the vaccine immediately, as long as other people in front of me are getting the vaccine. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, right. If no one's getting a vaccine, yeah, I'll start complaining. But if if people are getting the vaccine in general, and the numbers start going down, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I am getting very tired of wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, like, sir. My fucking beard is like growing. It's got a dent in it. It's because you because you wear a mask all the time. It's just annoying <laughs> shit. Yeah. This. yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. gross. Yeah, Anyways, it's anyway, that's enough COVID talk. Cause we did that whole episode and it's fucking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, this was enough. This, this is this different. Yeah. Information. Yeah. Yes. And I was I was actually I was happy to uh, share my story. Uh, I was all over social media. I streamed that day. Yeah. Uh, on Twitch and um, my radio station called me up and said, Hey, you know, do you want to give an update? It's been four hours since you had your shot. Just let people know. I'm like, yeah, happy to. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is up in front information. So. Well, you know, like, and I guess if you're able to give your update on it, it and say that, yeah, you, you don't feel bad. It's like, you know, it's maybe encouragement for other people to go get the goddamn thing, you know? Exactly. Exactly. There was there was one thing I wanted to bring up, and it was uh, someone, actually someone you and I know, uh, brought up the fact that uh, they his concern is the fact that not much information has been uh, released when it comes to the actual physical health of those who have been drastically affected by COVID, as well as those who those who have passed away from COVID. And he said that of the information that has been released one thing in common was they have all had a serious uh, vitamin D uh, deficiency. Well, like uh, deficiency. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Words are hard. I know. Yeah. The words are hard. Yeah. Um, I, look so, at yeah. So I, I, I like, I take that into consideration. Like, yeah. Okay. 
I understand that. I understand the concern, and I can see that there is like maybe a commonality in cases. Yeah. But then also thinking about it, like we have been told to stay the fuck home for over a year. And if you can work from home, work from home and only go outside if it's necessary. No shit people are suffering from a vitamin D deficiency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, when I was still at the mine, I actually took vitamin D supplements because I was underground all the time. I do anyway. Yeah, I probably should. I like the sun. It's just, yeah. <clears throat> it's hard in the winter, especially where I live, because it's cold it as is. fuck, and it's only, like, light for about fucking 25 minutes some days. <laughs> anyway, but that's, yeah, it's, it's, it was nice out today. It was, like, fucking 18 degrees out. Snow is one here. Uh, jealous. But it's supposed to, like, snow on what's, Sunday again. Really? I'm just checking, yeah. Sorry, it's it's 14 degrees right now. Mm. And, oh, yeah, Sunday plus three, Monday plus one. So that's super lame. But then <clears> after <throat> that, yeah, it's supposed to be nice. So, um, I'm looking at 20, 22, 12 by Sunday, 15 Monday, uh, rain coming by Thursday with a high of nine degrees. That's all right. I'd rather have oh, your, yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse. Could fucking snow four inches. Or it could be on fire. <laughs> One or the other, I guess. One of the, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as you can see, and, and some people will see, that uh, I have a new microphone. Yeah, it looks nice. I went and bought it today. Yeah. So, funny story. I think we did our, not no, episode five we did. Yes. And... Uh, Episode sounded fine for the most part. I went and listened to it back, and there's a couple times where my audio dipped. Yeah, it was about three times I counted. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, right after that, we were going to go play some, some games with our buddy Tyler, and huh, my mic quit altogether. So this <laughs> mic, just oh, like it, just nothing. There's nothing there. So yeah, yeah, I had to go buy a new microphone. But this time, your microphone, your microphone held on for dear life until the end of the episode. Yeah, and then and just, just <laughs> yeah. So I went and spent the money, and I bought this one, and I like it so far. Mind you, this is the first thing that I've done with it. So, mm. it sounds good. It's definitely a rich quality. Yeah. Um, you, it would help if you had some sort of external mixer. I, I do kind of. I just need to know yeah. how to use it better. And I'll look into that at some point. Just, so we can just open up shop when it's again. Daryl's uh, oh, fuck. technical difficulties. <laughs> See, I said when I bought this, it's like, if I keep having microphone issues, I'm going to just sell everything. Everything that I own for my computer. Just like fucking get rid of it. I'm never talking to anybody again. Well, I mean, come on. You were having issues with that one microphone, but that was user error. But at the same time, I don't know if it was. So, full disclosure, at one point, I was using this microphone backwards because I'm stupid. <laughs> it's a condenser mic. It's only supposed to be used one way. Yeah. Um, so, so what, what, what it basically sounded like is if I turn my microphone 180 degrees, you sound like this. Yeah. It sounded great. <laughs> this is talking to the back of the microphone. Yep. Because it's trying to grab everything from the front. Yep. So, you were... And... and, and and streaming some entertaining games, but sounding like ass. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. But now I have this $600 microphone, and if it fucks up, I'm going to be pissed. Ooh. But it won't. It, no, it, it won't. No, there, there's, there's no way. I mean, it just... It, it can't. There's... <laughs> There's there's a reason re- refuse to let it happen. <laughs> there's a reason why if you watch video like podcasts of like Joe Rogan or like any big podcaster, this is the mic they use. That's why I bought it. Cause fuck it. Why not? I want one of the broadcast microphones. I want one of the microphones that I use on a regular basis at the radio station. And it is a beautiful, beautiful microphone. It sounds incredible. Yep. But it is a minimum thirteen hundred dollar bill. Yep. Because that but that's probably not a condenser mic. That's probably like a ribbon mic or something. Yeah. Like that's yes, exactly. Yeah. That's that shit gets expensive. It does, and I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with this deal. Yeah, you, know, you got that. A, that was an Amazon one, wasn't it? Yeah, about eighty bucks. Came with the arm. And yeah. uh, it also has an exterior uh, phantom power pack, but I have a, a nice enough board that it has phantom power connected to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised with this microphone. No, oh, it's good. I mean, as long as it works, like that's what I, that's why I bought this. It's like I, I said, I, I was tired of dealing with shit that, you know, like I had this mic maybe five years, if it, if even that. And I mean, it never went anywhere, but I've had it fixed twice, so it's just fucking. It paid. It, it, it paid like for it, itself. It, yeah, I might get it fixed yet and just sell it or something <laughs> or keep it as a backup. But I mean, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. Um. Speaking of broadcasting, do you want to touch in the whole bad baby uh, OnlyFans bullshit? Yeah, let's talk about it because it's brief. It's, briefly, it's, I just want to. It's disgusting. It is it's, very disgusting. She is a vile, vile human being. Yeah, but even more. Okay, let's let's get into this. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know her real name, nor do I care to look. Something up her real name. Pel- Pelosi. Some. She was the catch me outside girl on Doctor Phil. That yeah, which... piece of human trash. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor entitled only. <laughs> yeah. Everybody involved uh, in that show is trash. Just yeah. Just gonna put it out there. Who was it? Maury Povich got into the whole deal. You are not the father. Is that? Yeah. Am I getting yeah, that right? Yeah, and Maury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, once once a because Oprah uh, set the standard and set the bar so high when it came to uh, daytime talk shows, and, and she she set that bar so high and she fucking left it there. Yeah. The only thing anyone else can do is trash. You had like. Uh, like Jenny Jones, trash, which trash you had, uh, Jerry Ricky, Springer, Ricky Lake, which, Ricky Lake, oh, right? Geez. But then you have Maury Povich, which found the niche of paternity tests, <laughs> and then you have Dr. Phil, which has been uh, shock and awe and trailer trash, yeah, and and they, they help me doctor phil my my child is so unruly well whose fucking problem is that fucking stupid people anyway yeah so when she was the cash me outside girl uh to which i would have paid hard money to see her you know, have her teeth knocked to the back of her throat like chiclets yep um 
she was of underage. And then, you know, fast forward to modern day where you have sites like OnlyFans, uh, where you can essentially post any material and it's behind a paywall, but generally it is used by uh, adults who want to get into porn yeah <laughs> or that's what it, it's it's just erotic materials it, it's right? it's a direct way to subscribe to somebody's porn page yeah so once yeah. this cash me outside girl the the fucking day she turned of legal age but the thing is like 18 yeah it, it was yeah 18 18 yeah yeah uh, she started a OnlyFans, and I, I don't even want to look as to how much content that she had posted. And and who knows? With common what, sense, like, one with common sense would would think that whatever content she posted was of the day that she turned eighteen and forward, because anything beyond that, anything before that, is CP. Like, yep. Right. But on one day, she made what, what, over like $6 million or some bullshit like that from like subscriptions and tips and shit. Like, yep. who, who are these fucking perverts and fucking assholes that want to fucking. I, first off, I don't find her attractive <laughs> at all. Second no. off, she's trash. Yes. Just straight trash. Just fucking and light you on fire. Just kick you to the curb. Just. And, and and the amount of people that that were able to cobble together millions of dollars to pay to see X-rated material from someone who had just turned eighteen, every single one of them should be fucking shot. Yeah, because that's disgusting. That is utterly and, disgusting. And it's just that perpetuate not perpetuating. It's just like ah, uh, what the word? What the word am I looking for? Into encouraging her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, look, I made all this money just by showing my turning tits. Turning 18. Or, or turning and, yeah, 18 and yeah. taking, it, taking it. Probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I haven't seen the content because I, 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 I would never pay for it. I think it's like I don't 20, know. I don't care to know. Exactly. It's like 25 bucks a month. Like, who? You know what? I, I, will, I will look. <clears throat> I will look. You're right going to subscribe, now. aren't you? I, I. You got the credit card I out. I will not subscribe. Yeah, but you... I will look. Do it to see what she is charging. I'm sure. I'm sure it's twenty five bucks a month. It's under bad baby, right? Yeah. Like, and mind you, that's twenty five bucks U.S. too. So that's like what thirty two bucks Canadian. <laughs> 48 oh, bucks. okay so here's the issue is that there is a lot of accounts with that are have oh, popped up yeah called bad baby so this is not going to be helpful i'm gonna have to find the because <clears throat> i want to know how much it is that she is charging beyond the paywall yeah bad okay. baby only fans Account name. Oh Jesus! B. Uh, no, I'm not going to spell it out. <laughs> uh, it is not spelled. Twenty three ninety nine a month. I just got it too. Yeah, yeah. That's her. Jesus Christ! That's either photoshopped or she had a shit ton of work done. 
She uh, she looks like an alien. Oh my god! So twenty twenty three ninety nine per month for that content, whatever. And and you know, it's like okay, you're charging top dollar, fine, right? But the fact that she made so much money on day one means that there were people out there that were just foaming at the mouth waiting for that day to happen good for them no 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 just, no no I, I, I each one of them should be ran over by a bus slowly I mean, so i could hear each head pop i look at it like if if, if that's your kink and you want to you know see barely legal whatever then give her but not her <laughs> Not her. Exactly. <laughs> she, like, I don't know, just fucking fuck hate people. Exactly. Especially. Um, I do. I, I I have friends, uh, and some of them are local. What do you What uh, do you pay them? Well, they they actually do charge uh, on <laughs> OnlyFans, right? And they have accounts on OnlyFans, and yeah. um, you know, like I'm, they're they're legitimate friends, right? Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, if I have extra money or whatever on my credit card. I might subscribe, but I have made it like clear because they are my friends and I've sent them messages saying like, Hey, you know who this is. This is JD. Uh, do me a favor. And I'm not going to see any of your material. I just want to support you and your work. So don't send me a direct message. And like, they will actually acknowledge it. And uh, one of them will like contact me on Facebook and said like, Hey, is this really you? It's like, yeah, that's me. Hmm. I just like, I want to, encourage what you're doing it's just you just you're may my not friend want to see so, it yeah, yeah exactly right so like so, i want you want to see your like you always want to see your friends succeed right and if they're and, doing but sometimes sometimes you want to see your friends naked too i mean it's, <laughs> i guess it all depends on what kind of person you're on you are <laughs> exactly yeah and speaking speaking of which shout out to tyler hey how you doing hey, buddy <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh yeah so i mean what we said we weren't going to talk about this. We'll just talk about it quick. There was an OnlyFans leak. Oh, yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of uh, personal information that, that was leaked about, uh, uh, like, a lot of users. So mm. I don't get it. It's like that uh, the, the, the celebrity leaks a couple years ago. The fappening. Yeah. 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 It's like, do these people not have anything better to do with their time? Yeah, and that's that's just it. Like, it's one thing if uh, if Selena Gomez decided to post a photo of herself on social media. That's one thing. Yeah. I mean, she yeah, yeah. released it on her own accord. It's another thing to have your personal stuff swiped, so stolen, stolen from yeah. your phone, from the cloud, from wherever, and then posted without your knowledge or your permission. Like, yeah. that's that's wrong. Right. Very wrong. Yeah. Um, to have information like that leaked uh, to the public on a a closed, secure, and encrypted site like OnlyFans, which clearly needs a little bit better security, yeah. um, is still along the same lines of like, you're just a dirtbag for doing this. <clears throat> yep. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, there's a lot of dirtbags out there. There is. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, it's just like, there's, like I said, I have a couple of friends who, who 
create content on OnlyFans. Uh, and, you know, I, I see them as friends. Yeah. And they're attractive. And, but I do, I do not want to see them naked. <laughs> you and I have very different uh, viewpoints. On this. <laughs> different. different I, I guess it, w- it would be different if I actually knew somebody that, that was doing that. But. Well, I'll let you know when I start on my own. Sure, why not? I mean, whatever. Someone's got to hold the car, uh, the the can of marmalade. <laughs> it's, it's weird that you went right to marmalade too. That's fucking yeah. I, that marmalade's my go-to. <laughs> that's weird. That's that that's a whole other fucking ball of wax to unpack there, though. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Trying to look at uh, what I had written down here. Uh, there was a new Fear Factory song that was released today. Yeah. Uh, so Fear Factory is a industrial oh, metal. Who's that? That's Loki. He's being a jerk. Hi, Loki. Smelling the new mic. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Hi. This is new thing in front of you. Do you know this? Yeah. Jerk. Loki. He, he probably came cutie. to tell me that he pooped on the floor. <laughs> hey, that's what I did. It's probably what he did. Anyway, I'll go check on it. Yeah, I'm gonna go sniff it. Maybe step in it. Yeah. track it around the house. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Deer Factory new song released today. So they're an industrial band formed in the early '90s in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They no, I guess '80s, late '80s. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Yeah, actually, the original singer was in the "Smells Like Teen Spirit" video by Nirvana. In the crowd? In the crowd, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's weird. Uh, that was Burton C. Belt. So, uh, Fear Factory's D Manufacture, I think we talked about this at one point, was the album that got me into heavy music, like heavier music. They've always been called like a gateway to heavier <laughs> stuff. Right. Which makes sense. Because like they're, they're approachable, but it's still heavy and it's still good. So, right. Uh, over the last year, I think the original singer left legal stuff. I, but I listened to the new track today on, or last night, actually, when I got home from work. Okay. Fucking now, killer. It, Love okay. It. I was, just, I was just going to say like, you know, like, it's like, like, like meeting your heroes. It can be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so what they did, they hired a new singer that sounds pretty much exactly like the old one. <laughs> if it ain't broke. Yeah. Well, you, you... It's hard because like the they the, the the original singer had a very distinct voice, mm. like he he didn't scream really, but he sang aggressively. You, like if you if you heard it, you'd understand it. But it's like he actually blew out his voice. I think like five or six years ago, and I I don't know if it ever came back a hundred percent. Maybe that's part of the reason why he's not there. Yeah. But this new singer, I don't even know his name. I followed the, the their guitarist on Twitter. And I love it. Love the new track. It's great. It's uh, it's heavy. It's heavy. Like, where did you hear it? Uh, well, I knew it was getting released this week because it uh, like they first released it on Sirius apparently on Liquid okay. Metal. Okay. And then uh, it was on uh, Spotify and YouTube this morning. Liquid, Liquid Metal. That's channel thirty-seven. 41 37's octane 37's octane 41 
40 oh, or yeah, 40. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it, yeah. And I, apparently they were playing it, like, on the hour for, like, three days. They, uh, Sirius XM does that. Um, oh, yeah. Especially their, their, the metal, the, like, the harder channels. They will do that, where, like, they'll have a brand new song, and it'll just, like, every hour on the hour to the point where it's like, okay, enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, for yeah. fuck's sakes. So you know, they, I, I've been a serious subscriber on and off for the last 16 years. Yeah. Um, I get really tired with some of their playlists. That's like, I'm in an off period right now and mm -hmm. I'll get it again at some point. But I like my favorite channels are like lithium less octane now because octane's kind of just like, it's all bro rock and I hate bro rock. That's all it is. <laughs> like, um, but I'll listen to that and like the eighties on eight, I, I'm a big sucker for eighties music. I don't know I why I have that. I have that like, like number two after Howard Stern. Yeah. On my presets. Yeah. So I don't listen to liquid metal a whole lot, mainly because like, I don't really like the hosts on that channel. They, I think they, they take it a little far. Like who are their hosts? Uh, that Jose Mangan. I'm not a <laughs> Jose metal ambassador Mangan. I'm not a fan of his. Oh, but, really? Yeah. He just, he takes it too far. It's like he, and it's like, he's playing up a, a character. That's kind of what it seems to me, but it's like, just shut the fuck up, man. Just play the fucking yeah. song. <laughs> See, I feel the same way about, uh, Covino. Yes. So <clears throat> I, when I first got serious, when I was like back to, to the rig stuff from last week, mm -hmm. um, I would listen to their, like the Cavino and Rich show a lot, mm. like all mm. the time, like every day that I could, I would listen to it when it was Maxim radio. Yes. So yes. like 2005 ish, <clears throat> 2006. Yep. Um, then the, the, what's sad is that that show still exists. It's still yeah. on. And like, I, I think I flipped it there like maybe like four or five months ago when I still had it. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Like you're in your mid forties. Like, what do you, what do you even talk about anymore? Like, it's the same fucking, it's the same show for like twenty years. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, kudos, kudos to them for longevity. But I mean, you have to, unless you are an absolute standout, and even still, like, you have to evolve one way or another. Uh, just, just for the record, uh, we were both wrong. Liquid Metal is channel 40. <clears throat> um, What's for, 41 is Turbo. That's what it is. That's correct, yes. Um, I like Turbo but, because uh, it's Octane from 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, And I liked Octane um, 10 years ago. So, Cavino and Rich, uh, Maxim Radio, like, when they, yeah, years ago when they had, uh, I don't, I'm not even, like, this is how long ago or how little I listen is like, I'm not even sure if they still have their producer by the name of spot. Yep. They still do. They do. Yep. Okay. So, um, a buddy of mine who it actually is Ryan, who I knew, uh, and helped me get the job in the oil field, um, <clears throat> is a hardcore fan of Kavino and rich to okay. the point where, uh, he was actually invited to sit in during one of their, live broadcasts oh cool he flew to i think they were in they they bounced around from uh new york to la for a while 
Yeah, so he would have been in L.A. Yeah. He, yeah, they would have been in L.A. because my buddy Ryan was – he attended a Dodgers game. Okay. And so, yeah, he sat in during an episode of Cavino and Rich. And um, I, like, I, I saw – like, I listened to their show, and I thought it was cool and whatnot and entertaining. But, yeah, it just – like they they have gotten to the point where you're you're flogging a dead horse. Like the joke is over. <clears throat> Shut up, move on. It's like, <laughs> like the the bros from the early 2000s. That's what it still seems like to me. It's like what are you doing? And if people like people still listen to them and they have longevity and they have a history with Sirius XM. I mean, they were first in the door when Maxim said, "Hey, we want to start our own channel on uh, satellite radio." Yeah. And like kudos to them, that's great. But, but yeah, like yeah, I, I I listened to Cavino, and it, he is the same character when mm -hmm. he's hosting a music show as he is when he is on Cavino and Rich. I and don't I don't think it's a character. I think that's just his personality, it, which is even scarier. Like it, it, my humble opinion, annoying as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I won't. I won't disagree guys, with you. It, it's one of those guys that that that'll tell a joke and hit you with the punchline, and then like jab you in the shoulder and go, "You get it? You get it? You get <laughs> hey, it? is you it funny? It? Yeah. yeah, shut the and fuck then, up." And then they'll give you a different punchline, and then they'll re-explain the punchline, and then like enough, fucking yeah. enough. There is, um, I I, I think it's Katie Babs uh, on Octane. either Octane. She's on Octane. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know her from Adam. I, I like she's apparently a singer and okay, great, wonderful. And the cast, like the jocks that are on Octane, how do we get into shit talking about satellite radio? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, 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 jo the jocks that are on Octane, like majority of them, or at least half of them are women, which is awesome. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Love to and, hear uh, it. Shannon Guns started Shannon Guns on the Kavino Nerd Show as an intern. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, a million years ago. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's I think it's Katie Babs where she will. How do I explain this? She pretends to be a radio personality. And what I mean is, is that she. She presents her show and herself as though she doesn't know what a radio personality is, but thinks she does and so tries to portray that and so you get what i call soup can radio where it is uh quick jabs and weird things and then she tries to do this whole singing routine which apparently uh, she's a singer of some sort okay. but it comes off as like taking a cat and running it across a cheese grater oh. annoying like <laughs> There's been times where I've been in the car, in my car. I have satellite radio in my car, yeah. and Alicia is with me. We're on a road trip or whatever, and then she'll come on and she'll start singing, and Alicia will go, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I go, "I don't know." It's I, terrible. That's what it is. Apparently, she's like, "Holy shit!" Um, so there's that, a there's a host on Lithium, uh, okay. and she I think she does like new wave, one of them. Uh, her name is Madison, and if I ever met her in real life, I'd punch her in the mouth. 
Because she does the same thing. She starts singing and she's like, oh, I get all this this hate tweet shit because I sing so much. So I'm just going to sing more. It's like, no, bitch, maybe you should like take a hint that you're terrible. Like, just stop it. So I, I'll actually, I'll, sh- I'll shut, I'll, I'll change the, the channel when she's on there. It's terrible. And here, here's, here's the thing when it comes to satellite radio is that it is I, like, I don't know how their analytics break down. I know how the analytics breaks down when it comes to mainstream media, when it comes to terrestrial radio. Yeah. I can see according to the surveys and the tapes and whatnot and the printouts of like, how many people are listening, what their age rate, age range is, their yeah. identified gender, and how long they're listening for, when they tune in, when they tune out, blah, 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 blah. All I know is that when it comes to that that group of analytics, it goes all the terrestrial radio stations, and then it goes satellite radio. And you have hundreds of channels on satellite radio. So for all we know... All they know is that they have millions of subscribers listening to satellite radio. Do do they though? Um, you know, like, cause I just don't know but, if it's as popular anymore. But I, but, but my point is, is that like, who knows if let's say a nice round number just for argument. Seven. Let's say 5 million. Okay. Okay. Let's say 5 million people are listening and subscribe to satellite radio. They, for all they know, there's only 5 million people listening to satellite radio. Yeah. They don't, they possibly don't know if there is 33 uh, <clears throat> or 330,000 listening to lithium and then a, a cool million listening to uh, you know, uh, I, Christian talk radio. Like, I think they do. I think maybe because I would say that like <clears throat> your, your satellite receiver is going to send a, a signal to what you're listening to. Oh, it has to. So. Yeah. You would think that there's probably some sort of way to gauge that metric. Hmm. I mean, well, like I look at it this way. It's like, why do some channels fail? Because, you know, there was a ton of channels that that were there and now aren't, you know, like over the years on. This is true. So so they have to know, like, the audience numbers. Well, Cabino and Rich is actually a, a prime example because it used to be Maxim radio yes and then then it, it wasn't it wasn't channel 105 was it it was something else it's like 104 and then, yeah and then they moved to 105 and it was some radio it was called something else like even uh the blue collar the blue collar a comedy channel had now been changed to uh jeff foxworthy's comedy roundup we like, uh, there, yes there are changes right we actually, it's not that we're wrong, but uh, I'm just looking this up. Cavino uh, and Rich doesn't exist anymore. It got canceled in February. What? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's how out of tune we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're, okay, so let, 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 let move this back a yes. minute. They ended their talk show. They're both still employed by Sirius. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Rich but, is a part of the morning show for the Top 40 station. Yeah. And Cavino is still in the rock world. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they, they still do their show. It's just on Patreon now. And like fuck, I would pay for that. I, no. 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 Uh, 
here, here, like, I, we've gone on, gone off on this tangent, but I love it. Um, this is a goal of mine. Yeah, is to be on satellite radio to the point where I have attempted and still do attempt to contact someone from satellite Sirius Satellite XM Canada or the United States. Yeah, either as a producer or a host or to bring in my talk show host. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it it is it is a goal, it is a dream of mine to do it. But getting the attention of anyone oh, there. Fuck. It is like squeezing blood from a stone. Yeah. It is it's, just insane. You would pretty much have to know somebody that works there. Yeah. To get your foot in the door. I would think. Yeah. I mean, I I can't think of it any other way. You know, like, because I don't think they're just hiring random people, you know, pulling in people from wherever. No, no. Maybe they're back not. when when the platform was new, but who knows? Well, yeah, because they had to staff. Right? Yeah. And there was a demand for entertainment. Um, so listening to, uh, listening to Canadian talk radio. Yeah. Uh, did, not did, the did, CBC. CBC is automatically brought on to Canadian satellite radio because that is a part of the agreement for them to be broadcast there has to be x amount of canadian content yes available and and so cbc just simulcasts onto like three or four different channels onto satellite radio i think it was up like up to five you know plus french yes yeah so there is a channel called i think it was like 152 called canada talks and i used to listen to football games on that station actually because the, mm. the CFL was on there. Yeah. There was a... I, I, I can't remember why I started listening to this channel. Um, but there was a a talk show, like a variety talk show, kind of like what I used to do with the flip side. And there was a, a host who apparently is a comedian. <laughs> and she was interviewing... <laughs> don't get ahead of me. <laughs> who was I, I, I can tell where a, this is going interviewing a novelty Canadian band uh, and they I think they called themselves the Tuts or something like that it they they were going with some sort of Egyptian theme I could okay. be wrong maybe something like that anyway so it was a novelty comedy Canadian band they they legitimately had songs think the arrogant worms only a different okay. uh, different theme type thing yeah yeah um trash <laughs> hey, I like the arrogant worms. Um, Last Saskatchewan pirate man. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Canada's big, really, really big. <laughs> this is very true. This is true. Um, anyway, this was the most awkward uh, interview I have ever heard between a novelty comedy band and a fucking comedian. It, it, it that, was... that should just be like. It should just work. It, it should be a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Just yeah, and go right. Yeah. Like, but it was th- like the you could tell that the the band was trying to set up the host with like a couple of jokes, and they just weren't landing, and she wasn't getting the hint. And <sighs> that's terrible. Uh, it just I was but like banging my head against the steering wheel, going like, how 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 is this available? How is this but, part of your but- you know as well as I do that just because you you're a comedian or you can you're funny or whatever doesn't mean that you can 
talk to perform or you know you can't you can conduct an interview this is true like it, it's not it, it's not easy i mean i haven't done it's a not, whole bunch no. of it but i mean it's not it's not easy but it's also if you're good at it it's not hard if you have a general idea of how to go about things and also being able to be spontaneous pay attention roll with the punches and be able to flow with different tangents then it, it's not difficult at all and in fact uh on that i've i've been entertaining the idea of doing a series on youtube of like hey this is how to do a fucking interview <laughs> tips and tricks and and how to set up and shit like that because like like you've you've asked me before yeah uh, yeah like you know how how do you do it and and know, then you, but you, you know like I, I i took your tips and like i read them like i'm just gonna wing it yeah <laughs> well and it, still, and it, and it like, worked you know like yeah. i mean but but you like but you're not the only person who has ever asked me like hey how do you conduct an interview um and listening to other people try to conduct an interview with zero or little to no experience it's like okay no one's ever actually sat you down and went do this yeah don't do this blah 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 <clears throat> and this is something that we touched on like our, our very first episode is podcasts and people who are famous and great like aisha tyler um who has been in many different things films tv animation what yeah. have you uh and a podcast host fucking horrendous podcast host. yeah for the one criminal offense of not knowing when to shut up. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with letting someone talk and just listen. Sit back and nod. It's like, ah, good point. <laughs> exactly. You know, so just pepper so, it like, just yeah, a little I've, bit. Just, just yeah. yeah. I've just, I've just been entertaining the idea of like, <laughs> maybe I should just do a, a quick series on YouTube. Like, hey, I'm JD the Media Jack. I've been in the broadcast industry for this many years. This is how I conduct an interview. Hopefully you can learn something from it. And just tag these people in it too. Just, <laughs> just direct, like just post it on Twitter or Instagram and just like at them and be like, Hey, <laughs> got some tips for you. Thanks. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a, it's the dream. One day I hope to be like, it is, I would love to be able to be a host on satellite radio um, the ultimate dream would be to have my talk show back and to have it on satellite radio. Well, you know, maybe we'll just put the lost signals podcast on satellite radio. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Wins a win. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there, man. It, it, yeah. It's going to take some work, but we're, uh, <clears throat> we're, we're putting that work in. So, <laughs> or, or something like it anyways, or something like that. Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Practice yeah. makes perfect. Yeah. So what? What? What else? What else? Did you? Do we have anything else? Well, there's one. One more thing. Uh, completely off topic, but in the world of entertainment and whatever, uh, E3 right. has announced that they are a not dead and b <laughs> going strictly streaming online this year, okay. which is something they had to do last year, of course. So E3 is the entertainment something entertainment thing. No, no. <laughs> The Electronics Entertainment Expo. Right. Right, right. Right. Um, and that's in, I, that's usually, that has been in LA for like the last, since its iteration, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've gone twice. Very nice. <clears throat> and 
The two times I went was just before they started changing shit, and thank God. <laughs> so, okay, so so what when when you say changing shit, like what what are you talking about here? So E three used to be strictly for um, not so much influencers, but media as well as uh, people into marketing and uh, people. Uh, related to the industry and we're right. talking about video games right yeah uh some of it being apparel so like controllers and oh and, like peripherals uh, and shit exactly yeah, yeah. right um some of it is a uh like it's also a showcase for people to see what is up and coming like i saw uh vr uh peripherals yeah way like, before like way, way before the Oculus Rift was uh, a thing or yep. the HTC Vive. So <clears throat> I saw that at E3. Also, it is a place for uh, video game developers, publishers, and companies in general to show up and be like, hey, check out our stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is what we got going on. And the big dogs being uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Yep. So I went twice. And that's because I used my media credentials yeah. to go and say, like, hey, I work for, and not a lie, I work for two radio stations and a TV station in northern British Columbia. I also have an online presence. I would like to have a media pass to this. And they go, yeah, cool. Off you go. And all they ever provided to me was a media pass. But, I mean, and, th that's your your entrance fee, right? <laughs> yes and with, with that you you basically have carte blanche to the entire floor which yeah. is awesome yeah yeah i had to pay for my hotel i had to pay for my food i had to pay for my travel um but well worth it so when i went for those two years it it was 2014 and 2015 um the media pass gave you some sort of uh, clout. Okay. One, whenever anyone who had some free time and were representing a video game or peripheral or something like that, something that they want to get marketing out, if they see you walking by and you have a media pass on, they'll go like, hey, hey, over here. And they want your attention. Uh, right? Okay. So that, and, that'd be interesting. And there's, there's times where they will, uh, like, like here, this is our brand new game or a demo or something like that. This hasn't been released to the public yet. We're at this phase. Give it a shot, right? And then sometimes they'll give you some sort of collectible, which hmm. is cool. Other times, um, you could actually walk up to a, a giant display. Uh, the one thing that comes to mind immediately was uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. This is when okay. they redesigned the guitar instead of the five buttons on the frets, it was oh. six buttons, three on top, three on bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hadn't released that to the public yet. And they had this on display at E3. And so I show up and I have my media badge on. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I love this game. Like it, it inspired me to buy my own guitar and start taking guitar lessons. And like, oh yeah, cool, right now, cool. Hey, wait, you're media. So yeah, they go, come over here. So they walk me past 
a line of like 40 to 50 people to this exclusive line where there's two people in front of me and go, you belong here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they rifle me through the door and they, they immediately put me up on this incredible sound stage with yeah. boom and speakers and a giant big screen. And they put one of these controllers right in my hands and go, have at her. <laughs> and so I played this game that hadn't been released to the public and yeah. cut the line to play it um, for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It just, that's some of the coolest shit ever. Yeah. So it was like that for, I don't know, uh, the two years that I went. And then in, I think it was in 2016 because I didn't go. Um Maybe it was 2016 or 2017. They decided, you know what? Instead of it being exclusive to media, uh, we're going to open it up to the public. There's going to be uh, influencers Ugh. as well as you could buy your own public pass and blah, 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 blah. And that's when I tapped out. I'm like, I'm not fucking going now. Now it's, it just, was it's just a video game convention now, really. Yeah. Yeah. And it was crowded as fuck <laughs> for yeah. the two years that I went. And now the general public could pay to get in like, no fucking fucking no way, yeah. no way in hell. Right. Um, and then the, the, it turns out the reason why they did that is because insurance interest in E3 had been waning over the past couple of years. Yeah. And some video game companies have been threatening to pull out unless interest started to come back up. But it, it turns out that having the general public show up, didn't help things <laughs> it made things worse i can't see how it would yeah yeah and and then following that was like a giant leak of uh of of anyone being able to go to the e3 website and then just being able to download the entire contact list of all the media oh, credentials no. that were there yeah and i i looked and like oh there i am <laughs> oh no but it's it's not just me. Like Meg Turney was there, Philip DeFranco was there. Like like yeah. anyone that was like media, YouTube or mainstream media or otherwise was fucking listed there. And that was just like you didn't have to hack the website or anything like that. It turns out it was just a PDF that someone inadvertently put on the website. Oh man, that's so. Dumb. So anyway, they they decided to go with this whole restructuring thing, and then in 2020 last year. Or in 2019, they were announcing for 2020 that they were going to have head-to-head uh, -head showdowns of of social media influencers versus athletes or celebrities or something like that um, to try to get interest back into E3. And again, like I'm going, like you're, you're fucking still like you're, they're you're missing still, the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still just like creating a convention that no one wants to go to when. They could just as easily watch the shit online. And so then COVID-19 happened. And so they had to scrap that entire deal and then go strictly online. It's just that this year, in fact, only about a week and a half ago, they announced E3 is still around and we're going to go completely streaming online this year. And like, well, it's not like you have a fucking choice. Uh -huh. So well, I don't know. It was it was fun. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was a media content blitz because you could walk up to any, any booth there, any company, 
uh, Square Enix, uh, fucking uh, Konami, yeah, Nintendo, Sony, like anyone, and go like, this looks cool. Tell me more about it. And you could play games that hadn't been released or won't be released to the public for like months. Yeah, you know, and so it was very, very entertaining and fun, but also fucking daunting. My God, the amount of things to see and do and content to grab and free shit. Like I, I mistakenly, like I packed a full suitcase on the <laughs> first year I went yeah. second year. I went like, no, this, this suitcase is coming half empty and showing up full. <laughs> like, just fuck this. Put another bag in your bag <laughs> to take shit exactly. home with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that would make sense. Um, so if they went public again, would you go, would you go again? No, no, no. fuck no. I, I like, I've, I've saw, like, I've, I've seen some of those, the conventions and shit. It's like, I don't, first off, I don't like huge crowds of people and especially the unwashed people, yeah. <laughs> you know, like comic cons and stuff. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, cause there's a, there's a comic con in Saskatoon or there had been. It's like, no, I'm good. Mm. I'll just avoid that because those people annoy me. People that get really, really, really into stuff like that and look down on you because you're not as into it as they are, those people just don't need to exist. <laughs> or they can exist just away from you. Yeah, exactly. Just And just yeah. leave me alone. Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, I would. Like, no. If they go like, hey, still open to the public, think, no, count me out. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Um. And the reason is, is like it's like like you like it's entertaining the fact that I I work in radio and I generally work in public relations, but I just, I can't do crowds. I can't fucking get the hell out of my way, you know. Unless yeah. I'm on, unless you hand me a microphone and you put me up on stage, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, I, I'm the same way. Like you know, like I've played shows and stuff, you know, like and you get up on stage and everything's cool. But then afterwards it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to leave because I don't like you. But, um, the reason why I wanted to go and I went the two years is because it was an excellent opportunity for me to, uh, grow my media skills and credentials. And it was also like an incredible opportunity for me to just like get in on the, on the front door yeah. of some games that, we're, we're either going to be, you know, like mediocre, massive hits or just fucking dead on arrival. Um, I played a game out at the exact same time as Overwatch. And it was supposed to be the game to rival and they were going to go to head to head. I played this game for like 20 minutes. It was a finished product or a finished product. It was called Battleborn. And I've heard of that. Yeah, it, that's just it. It's like people like, oh, yeah, it was something. I played it for 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And like, I thought like, hey, this is kind of cool. And then it came out and fucking flopped. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, when, when am I ever going to get an opportunity like that? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, yeah, um, especially if you have the media pass and you can see all that cooler stuff. I exactly. Mean, but yeah, if it was like maybe just not open to the public. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's tough to say, too. It, it, it sounds mean and it sounds condescending. But at the same time, like, 
it's it's the same reason why press conferences are not open to the public. Yeah. You know, unless it's a public forum. Yeah. You know, like not anyone can just show up to the address from the prime minister and start rattling off questions. No, you sometimes have to I have... wish you could, though. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not arguing that, but I'm just saying, like, there's there's a time and a place. Yes. And E3 was supposed to be a showcase. Yeah. For media and other people within that industry. Opening up to the public just makes it a convention. Yeah. And it's a video game convention. Call it call it yeah. a comic con. Fuck I mean whatever. Pretty it's, much. It's Pretty all the much, same yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, and then and then, you know, what they attempted to do last year and of course COVID shut that down. It's like we well, are gonna have social media influencers and streamers taking on athletes. Like, I don't give a flying fuck if ninja's taking on LeBron James. I don't care. No. <laughs> like, I don't no. care. You know? And especially not gonna fly down to LA to go see that in person. I mean if anything So so take, I look at it this take, way. Hmm. Like if if say say the podcast takes off and we hmm. end up getting you know like some followers and we we ever got asked to do something like it like no get fucked <laughs> I'm not I'm not a shill I'm not I'm not I'm I'm here because I like doing this and I think I have something to say yes. but I'm not here to dance for your dollar no. like like get exactly. fucked and I would I would tell people that like right in person like get just go pound sand dick well there's see. Uh, of that there is a strategy there is a certain um it's it, it's it's a targeted audience right there is a certain audience that you're trying to cultivate yeah. with this specific show and you know my the flip side as well as the media jack and and everything that i do uh online like i am more video game centric even yes. though i generally talk to darn near anyone from any genre i do lean into video games yes whereas lost signals does not right so if you and i if lost signals were to be asked to go to the in the ukrainian metal uh festival yes <laughs> i will get my passport today yeah, yeah the, <laughs> you, know, I, like, you know you 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 know you, you have a good point i mean like yeah if it was just a random convention no but if it's something centric <laughs> to what i'm i'm interested in Yes. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah, it's Maybe. it's a targeted targeted media, targeted audience. It's all we are being very strategic. Yes. Here. I mean like if someone gave me like free passes like to the download festival or like Glastonbury or like yeah, okay, fine. Mhm. Mm but to like a Comic-Con? No. That's Dep that's my realm. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I guess, I guess it would depend on who's at this comic-con too you know like and and if you actually had a chance to interview some of these people because i know like uh, a couple years ago uh like carrie fisher was at the uh like before she passed she was at the comic-con in saskatoon cool uh my niece met the dude that played draco malfoy from harry potter he was Very at cool. yeah so i mean like so i guess it all it would all depend so, you know, yes. like all you, you know, uh, festivals and stuff that are watching this right now, just uh, maybe. We're listening. Keep, yeah, we're listening. Just yes. Give us a reason. <laughs> make, it, me, make, make it make, relatable. Make it worth my while. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's all we ask. That's that it. Is, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. 
All right, guys. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, and I guess my name is Daryl. And I'm, I'm still having issues with this fucking ending. But at some point, I'll get it. I'm Daryl. He's JD. I'm JD. This has been Lost Signals Episode 7. See you out there. Take care.